Will you please stand for the call to worship? <clears throat> and the angel said, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy which will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Let us worship the newborn King. Friends in Christ, through these days of December, we have heard and seen all the sights and sounds of the season. We've done our decorating and finished our shopping, at least we better have. <laughs> we have attended our holiday gatherings, and now finally tonight we see the star, and we hear the angels, and we go with those shepherds and wise men of long ago to Bethlehem to offer our gifts of our lives and our hearts. And as we approach the manger of the newborn king, let us pray for those we love, neighbors near and far, for peace on earth and goodwill among all God's children. And because this would rejoice his heart, let us remember in his name the poor and the helpless, the lonely and the hungry and the oppressed, the sick and those that mourn, and all whose hearts this night are looking for a home. Let us pray. Tonight, O oh God, the soles of your feet have touched the earth the back streets, the forgotten places have been lit with significance. Tonight, the households of earth welcome the King of heaven. For you have come among us and are one of us. May our songs rise to surround your throne as our knees bend to salute your cradle. Tonight, we yearn for peace and hope and joy. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father and prince of peace. We pray this night for peace for an end to war. We pray that you will beat our spears into plowshares. We pray for civility in our country and in our conversations. We pray for the hungry, the poor, the anxious, the immigrant, 
We pray for those who grieve, mindful of loved ones who have departed this life, and yet rejoice with us but upon another shore and in a greater light. Open our hearts that we may welcome this child into our lives, engender in us a Christmas spirit. May your love which shines tonight be reflected in us every day. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to invite Paul and Joe Ross to come forward to light the Christ candle. Tonight, as the ritual of candle lighting continues, we see the circle of greens that represents God's eternity and the lighted candles which symbolize hope, peace, joy, and love. On this Christmas Eve, we light the Christ candle that represents the light of God coming into the world. Listen to the scripture from Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 3. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. We light this candle tonight to celebrate the coming of Christ as the light of the world.
the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born unto us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulder, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. seated. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, Son of God, as it was written in the prophet Isaiah, see, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord and make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with a camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed... The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit.
In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man who was named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God, and now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her, who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Thank you. 
Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. Merry Christmas. We welcome you to Church of the Palms on this Christmas Eve and bring you warm greetings from our church leaders and the staff with every wish that you might find the peace and the joy that is brought to us by the Holy Child. We encourage you to join us in the new year in the many ways in which we are striving to live into our mission to love God and to love neighbor. Just check out our website, churchofthepalms.org, for the most up-to-date information. Later on, we're going to be participating in the Christmas Eve candlelighting tradition, and we've got one rule. When your candle is lit, the flame is pointing up to heaven. If it's unlit, come in sideways, and then it stays upright like this. Good for us on our hands and the wax and everything involved. So thank you for that. Our ministry and mission at Church of the Palms reaches to the four corners of the world, not only through our TV and our online ministry, but more importantly, through our mission partners and our local community missions right here in Sarasota including our food pantry, Samaritan Counseling, our Palms Preschool, Wilkinson Tutoring, Mentorship, and our tutoring ministries. Our Christmas Eve offering plays an important role in funding of these ministries and many others. Your generosity tonight will ensure that these important and concrete ways of spreading the light of Christ will be fully supported and in turn reach far out into the world and deep into people's hearts. Families will be fed, 
cared for, taught, counseled, and most of all, hear the good news of Christ through your generous gifts tonight. As we prepare to receive the offering, let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we thank you for the coming of this long-awaited night. We thank you for this time to celebrate your love poured out for each of us in the birth of a baby named Jesus. We rejoice in the story that most of us have heard all of our lives. Those familiar words speak into our hearts and the memories of past celebrations are like harmonic chords in our minds. We pray that we might hear the story truly and that in hearing it, we might continue to be transformed into the likeness of your love and grace. So speak to us now, O oh Lord. Speak to us in the words of scripture, sermon, and prayer. Speak to us in the Christmas decorations. Speak to us in music and in the joy of children's anticipation and in the greetings of family, friends, and neighbors. Touch us with joy so that we may serve with compassion those in need and remember those who are ill and grieving. Touch us and all people with hope so that there might be a chance for peace in this world that you love. Finally, O oh God, be present with us. Be Emmanuel, God with us, so that we might grow to be your love and grace for others. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We'd like to invite the ushers to come forward now to receive our Christmas offering.
In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be enrolled, each to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to be delivered. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in that region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying which had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them.
be seated. Let us pray. By your grace and through your mercy, we pray, O Lord, that we will hear again the announcement of the angels, that we may see the star, and that we might be drawn closer and closer to the Bethlehem stable, and there worship the one born for us. This we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Bill Lishman died this year, actually died on New Year's Eve 2017. You may not recall Bill Lishman or ever have heard his name. Bill Lishman was the first man to lead a flock of birds in flight. Having created for himself an ultra-light aircraft no larger than the table that's in front of me, composed of a small light metal frame big enough just to hold a seat, some wheels, and a small go-kart kind of engine, along with two biplane wings above him, Bill Lishman convinced a newborn gaggle of geese that he was one of them, their leader. Turns out geese are highly gullible. (laughs) It's called imprinting. He imprinted himself upon them by first meeting them the day that they were hatched, spending hours with them every day as they grew and developed their wings and learned to fly. And when they had finally matured enough to take flight, Bill Lishman revved up his engine, bounded down his grass runway, and with geese in tow, off they went into the sky, falling into a V-shaped formation with Bill and his flying contraption at the head. He had become one of them and took them to the sky. Word got out to Canadian officials of what Bill was able to do, and it came to the attention of Dr. George Archibald, the nation's leading whooping crane expert. And what George Archibald knew was that there was a flock of whooping cranes who had lost their sense of migration. The generation before had died off before teaching the new cranes how and where to migrate. They were lost in the cold with no sense of how to go south. Could Bill Lishman not only imprint himself upon these whooping cranes, but then could he also teach them to migrate? So a migratory path was mapped from Ontario to Virginia, and one day Bill and his crazy flying machine lifted into the sky, and with him these whooping cranes who followed him across Lake Ontario And with a few stops along the way for gas, man and bird made their way to warmer and safer climbs. It took just that one run for the cranes to figure it out. And in the spring, they lifted off and flew themselves back home. Sometimes there's just no other way to rescue a species than to become one of them. Sometimes there's no way to get them home than by taking on wings and flying with them. Christmas, if it is anything, is the hope and the faith that we have that as lost as we've become, as hard as it is for us to figure out how to make our way in this world, as close as we sometimes come to placing ourselves at the precipice of evil, Christmas is this hope and faith that we have that the one through whom all things were made has chosen to come and be one of us. That God so loved the world, God so understood the world, that God knew that the only way to free us from ourselves, the only way to lead us to safer climbs, the only way to deliver us from the evil of our own doing is to become one of us to stir within a young woman's womb, to be wrapped in swaddling cloths, to plane and sand wood in his father's carpenter shop, to learn from his elders, to make ba mitzvah, to walk the dusty trails, to eat, drink, laugh, and cry with the rich and the poor, with the high and the low, and finally, to teach, to teach the species to fly. 
Christmas is to pause and wonder at the miracle and mystery of this. Not to try to understand it all, not to try to figure out how the expanse of God can be so humbled into an embryo, how the wisdom of God could be uttered by a Palestinian rabbi, how the grace of God can be dispensed by one single solitary life, but just to pause and wonder at what's behind all of it. That God so loved us, that God was not willing to let us on our own in the winter of our discontent. That God so loved the world, he couldn't let us alone. That God so loved the world that God turned the whole thing upside down and the king became a slave, the potter became the clay, the weaver became the wool. If just to show us that the creator now understands what it is to be the created and that it isn't easy making our way home, we need imprinting. We need someone to trust, someone who understands, someone who hurts like we hurt, someone who struggles like we struggle, someone who cries and laughs like we cry and laugh, someone who might be willing to open our wings for and fly to the sky. There's the story of the pastor sitting down with his family for Christmas Eve dinner before the Christmas Eve services. And after grace was said, his little son spoke up and said, Dad, are you going to let us enjoy Christmas this year, or are you going to try to explain it all like you did last year? (laughs) So I'll take my own hint and leave us simply to the soul of the young girl, Mary, lying there, exhausted in the hay, shepherds and sheep milling about, wise men leaving gifts, stars jetting across the sky, a baby, desperate for his mother's breast. Luke tells us that amidst the miracle and mystery around her, that Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. That's all. Kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Could it be true that God loves us this much to become one of us and to teach us how to make our way home. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not and will not overcome it.
invite you to blow out your candles. And after you have done so, invite you also to stand and grab the hand closest to you as we reach out to one another in the spirit of the one who has come to bring us peace. And let us pray. On this silent and holy night, we give you thanks, O Lord, that there is hope. There is hope to know and to believe that you so love the world that you sent your only Son. We thank you that you loved us enough to become one of us and to teach us how to fly. We pray, O Lord, that you will fill us with your spirit, that we may bring your peace into this world and that through our lives the world may come to know the life of your Son, and so follow him into the way of grace and love and kindness. All this we pray in his most holy name. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with you now and forevermore. Amen.